Welcome to David Clark's We Are Superman podcast, episode number 207. I am your host, Bill Stahl, and this is The Power Play. Thank you for joining me on this episode of The Power Play. And originally I was going to entitle this episode something like Extolling the Virtues of Morning Runs or something like that. And I am going to talk a lot about how much I think it's advantageous to do morning runs, but I have some stories actually of morning runs. And starting with today, I ran on a relay team in the Colfax Marathon. You know, Every big city has their big marathon. Denver has just one, and it is the Colfax Marathon. It runs mostly on Colfax Avenue, which um, in typical Colorado form with the inferiority complex around here, they, they, you know, you always hear about Texas bragging about how big things are. Well, uh, they claim that Colfax Avenue is the longest continuous city street in the country. It stretches all the way from the west end of Golden through um, the suburbs of Golden and Lakewood through Denver and heads all the way out east uh, before it finally ends. So uh, we have our Colfax Marathon. And it's been going on for quite a few years, although it has not run in the last couple of years. Well, I'll take it back. Last year, it ran in the fall, which was a uh, an aberration. Had never been in the fall before, but it's back at its usual spring spot this year. So uh, kind of a celebration of being able to have this big city marathon again. And uh, good crowds. We had a really beautiful day. I mean, we've had such just horrendously windy weather here all spring, but uh, today ended up just beautiful, sunny and warm and, uh, well, uh, coolish in the morning and then just a nice day to to run a marathon. And so um, I was up at 4 a.m. to run basically about four miles as part of this relay. It's kind of usually if I'm up at 4 a.m., I'm running an ultra marathon or something, but um I was part of a relay with the Black Men Run group that uh, you've heard me uh, talk about that I run with. And uh, we have five people in the relay to complete the marathon distance. And uh, not without our share of snafus, but uh, in any case, um, I I ran the second leg. The first leg actually ran through uh, from downtown Denver, actually from City Park, ran through a firehouse, ran through Empower Field, which is where the Broncos play. And uh, I, I basically took the baton from in Power Field and ran up around Sloan's Lake. Uh, of, of course, you know, my, my team takes the ultra marathoner and gives me the shortest legs. So there had to be a catch. And of course, it's because it's uh, mostly uphill. So uh, I got to uh, enjoy that. I found out um, by the end of that run that my body, which has been training for the Leadville 100, is not a big fan anymore of attempting to run fast. Uh, I'm not running fast anyway, but um, yeah, it, I was definitely hurting pretty bad by the end of it. I'm, I've, it was the first time I'd laced on my um, tr- my um, uh, training, enough training, my uh, racing uh, shoes um, in years. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll wear them for a shorter race, but I don't run a lot of shorter races, so um, it was kind of interesting putting my racing shoes on and. Um, trying to last for, for four miles, um, it, it was tough, but a lot of fun to run with the Black Men Run Group. Uh, one, one big uh, snafu, though, was that um, I was handing, uh, I was getting the baton from Rahim, and I, I did the, my leg, and then I'm supposed to meet Ty Lee in Sloan's Lake area, and I get to the exchange zone, and he's not there. So 
Um, I'm hanging around, looking. I'm asking them to like you know announce. You know the announcer there's announcing the teams coming in, and we made two or three announcements. Never found the guy. So I'm thinking, well, all I can do then is run his leg for him. So uh, the next leg is six miles, and um, you know once you've come in and come in hard, it's pretty tough to get yourself trying to move again um, to to get out. So but that's what I started to do, and then half a mile down the road, there he is. I don't know how he managed to not find the exchange zone because you can hear it from a long way away. So I finally gave him the baton and then I went out on my cool down and I actually went the opposite direction. I was looking for some friends and, um, and while later there's Ty Lee. Um, I, I don't know how, but he managed to miss the turn he was supposed to take and ended up basically doing the loop around Sloan's Lake that I had just done. So, and, and Sloan's Lake is like two and a half miles around. So um, oh, oh, I think our team lost probably about 45 minutes right there between me waiting for him and then him running that entire loop. And then, of course, he's got to run a six-mile loop, and he's already done these two and a half miles on top of that. So, oh, man, kind of a mess there. So kind of a funny day. But, you know, um, I went out later. I, I headed out to about one mile to go uh, from – and that's the finish of the marathon, half marathon, the relays and everything. And I, I it would tell you what, it was really cool. I, I, I get into just cheering people in, uh, like say a mile to go. They're, they're trying to push towards the finish. A lot of people are struggling. A lot of people are happy. And I, I was just really impressed by the all different types of runners you, uh, you would see out there. Um, I mean, there were people who were shuffling. There were people who um, were not the svelte runner types. There were the skinny ones. There were the people with really horrendous running form. There were the ones that looked really good. I mean, I was just so impressed by um, all the different types of people out there. And, you know, everybody's got a story of why they're out there. And, you know, when you see somebody who looks like they're 80 years old and they're just shuffling, it's still, you know, it just kind of is like, all right, that's great. I'd love to see it. I'd love to see, you know, the the little boys and girls who are out there running. And um, that's the beauty thing, beautiful thing about a big city marathon is just seeing so many different types of runners who are out there. Um, I was impressed, you know, again, I was running with the Black Men Run Group. I was impressed by how many black runners there were out there. It's, It's good to see that portion of the population is growing out there. A lot of female runners. Uh, I think these days women probably outrun, out, outstrip men in in terms of number of runners in a lot of these races, which is great to see as well. And uh, it's uh, it's a cool event to to have it come back and and come back this strong. So really enjoyed that. But you know, it's a case of you know getting up super early, going out and run, and, and then just enjoying the day. They have a huge expo afterward. Um, you know, just area where, um, you know, you get your goodies afterward. But I have to say there was one thing that really cracked me up and I posted this picture in my Instagram account. But basically, um, they had one area that had vegetarian meals. So that's uh, naturally where I gravitated toward instead of, you know, going to get the bratwurst or whatever other things they were offering out there. Well, the vegetarian meal, I thought as I was approaching was kind of, I I knew it was going to be kind of sketchy. So it was um, sponsored by Eggland's Best Eggs. You know, they're kind of a uh, uh, Cadillac brand of eggs out there. And they had a giant um, egg, you know, person in egg costume, you know, kind of greeting people. And so I, I go up to get the, quote, vegetarian meal after the run. And they had me these two little pouches that each had two hard-boiled eggs in them. Yeah, that was the vegetarian meal. <laughs> um, I was able to get a, a fruit cup thing and um uh geez what else did they have it it wasn't very uh, healthy but uh, the fruit cup was the healthiest thing there but 
Um, yeah, it just totally cracked me up. I'm going to have to write to these Colfax Marathon people and kind of challenge their idea of what a vegetarian meal should look like. So that was pretty funny. Um, I had another inter- interesting uh, morning run episode that I wanted to share with you. Uh, last Monday, I was uh, I got up early, went out to do my uh, morning run. I, I really like to run early in the morning when it's cooler out, and um, I'm out on the Wheat Ridge Green Belt, and just a nice area. You know, a lot of um, a lot of birds, a lot of wildlife. Um, every now and then, you'll see deer or. Um, occasionally a mountain lion, uh, you know, you see a lot of uh, raptors out there. So kind of a cool place to run, you know, relatively close to the city. And I was going to do seven miles, basically out, an out and back run, seven miles total. And um, about halfway out, my uh, car key fell out of my pocket. And the shorts I was wearing, I was wearing an old pair of Nike shorts, and they had a Velcro key pocket alongside kind of the uh, slash pocket, the, you know, the one that you'd normally maybe like stick your hands in or some larger object. And um, I distinctly remembered closing the Velcro key pocket. And I thought w- when the key fell out and, and hit the ground, I thought, well, maybe I accidentally put the key in the slash pocket while closing the Velcro on the, on the key pocket. So I thought, okay, maybe I just did something stupid this early in the morning because it was, um, you know, something, it was like six in the morning. So I, I continued on with my run. I got to the turnaround. Um, I, I only saw one other person out on the trail at all at that hour. And then I'm about halfway back. And I just kind of, you know, how you run and every now and then you kind of reach and feel for the key in your pocket or what. And I realized my key was gone and I'm like, oh crap. And I kind of reached into that key pocket and sure enough, there was a hole in the pocket. So when my key had fallen out earlier, um, I probably should have checked to see if maybe there, there was a hole in the pocket. I just, like I said, kind of thought that I'd put the key in the wrong pocket. So I'm like, oh crap. I, you know, the key came out and I'll, you know, a lot of the run I was doing was on dirt trail. So, you know, if key falls out, I'm really not going to hear it necessarily. So I, um, I turned around and I headed back out to where I turned around and I saw this same woman. She was on her way back on her run and I asked her, she said, nope, she hadn't seen the key. So, all right, I got out to the turnaround, still hadn't found it. So I I started heading back towards uh, where I'd parked and now I'm starting to think in my head here, okay, so what am I going to have to do? I'm, I parked about three miles from my house was where this trailhead was. I'm thinking, okay, I can, I can run home. I've got a spare key at home. I can run home and maybe, you know, ride my bike back down to the, the trailhead and, um, and, you know, go get my car, to, you know, take a, a bigger chunk out of my morning than I'd planned, but you know, so be it. It's not the worst thing in the world. And, I'm on the way back and all of a sudden I get flagged down by these two bicyclists and they had my key. Um, basically, that woman who I'd spoken with, she had picked up my key, but she she found these bicyclists and she said, hey, look, I, I can't run back that far. And so she gave the key to them and these two people, and they were actually visitors from Montana who were just out for an early morning bike ride. And uh, they gave me the key back and uh, I chatted with them for a bit. They were super, super nice people. But, you know, through the kindness of several different people, I was able to get my key back and avoid a, a minor disaster there. So just, you know, uh, you know, morning run story. Uh, I, you know, I find people are just kind of nice out that that hour of the morning, and uh, I just thought that was kind of a a cool deal. But you know, I like I say I do like to run 
in the morning as much as I can. I like the fact that I can get out there, especially as now we are getting toward the uh, hotter part of the, of this, of the year. Um, I, it, that's me. I just love to get out there feeling, you know, it's cool. In fact, um, a couple of my runs uh, this past week, I was wearing gloves. I mean, uh, you know, in Colorado, we may get up to the 70 or 80s during the day, but even on those days, it'll be in the 40s when I'm going out to run in the morning. So, uh, you know, I've worn my gloves, but it, it feels great to be out there. I also like the fact that um, I don't have to think about my food. You know, I um, quite often I have to run with the kids on my team that I coach, my high school team, and we run at like three o'clock. And I absolutely, that is my least favorite time to run. I I've, I just kind of feel crampy and, you know, it's probably, it's like the heat of the day at that point. And I've still yet to figure out how to best eat lunch and have it just so I don't feel crappy by the time I have to run with the kids at three in the afternoon. It just, it, it's bad. I, I still have not figured out the right formula. And even on um, Thursday, I, I run with a, an adult group here in Denver called Revolution Running. And we were running at six o'clock. And I remember this week, everybody was just like, oh God, I just, you know, it's gotten hot. It's windy out still. And everybody's just kind of grumpy. I mean, the, the wind here is just making everybody so grumpy these days. And everybody's just kind of low energy. And, and um, you know, it's just, I don't know, it's just not, I don't enjoy running at that hour as much. It's better than three in the afternoon. But um, but even like the very next morning after I, you know, I ran the next morning after that Thursday evening run, I felt so much better just running in the morning. But, you know, the nice thing again is I get that run done early in the day and I don't even have to really think as much about how to time my my food intake. Uh, obviously, I'm still going to try to eat healthy and everything, but I, I don't have to worry about, oh, geez, I, I'm going to run it this time and yeah, I've got to may, maybe not eat this or, you know, oh, it's already too late to eat something. And it just, I don't have to worry about any of it. I can go ahead and run early in the morning and get all that out of the way. And then, you know, really the other reason is, man, the energy. It's just so nice to be able to get up, enjoy things in the morning. And man, you just feel so energized when, when you get back from those runs, you got your whole day in front of you. And, um, you know, more and more now, I have more of my day because uh, something, I don't know, for years, I just wake up when the sun comes up. So I get a lot more sleep in the wintertime when the sun isn't coming up till after seven o'clock here in Colorado. But this time of year, it's, it, the sun is coming up around five in the morning. We're on the eastern edge of the time zone. So we, we get the early sun. And so uh, the sun's coming up between five and 530. So I'm up. And so by the time I, I, I get up and I, I do my run, I get back and shower, eat breakfast. I still have a big chunk of the day ahead of me, which is great. So I just, I love the opportunity to get those kind of things done. Um, I can do a second workout very easily, you know, it might be a strength workout, or maybe it's a second run with the kids on my team or the revolution running group, but, um, but they're then spaced out enough so that uh, they're not right on top of each other. So uh, I love the morning run. I, I highly recommend it to anyone. Um, I, I, you know, this time of year, a lot of people take summer vacations, and I think that morning run is the only way to go because if you're on vacation, you know the way it goes. By the afternoon, you're doing, you know, sightseeing, or you're visiting with relatives, or you've already, you know, if you're in a foreign country or somewhere, it's like, hey, I got to try this food here at lunchtime, and next thing you know, um, you really don't feel like doing an afternoon run whatsoever. So. 
It really is, um, I, I think, the only way to go. And I tell kids I coach all the time that, you know, they say, oh, coach, I don't have time to run because we're visiting family. You know, we're at the beach, we're at Disneyland, whatever it is. And I'm like, yeah, you have time. Just get up early, go do that run before your family's up or before all these other obligations kick in. You know, vacation to me is a great time to get in a, an early morning run. You, you get, even like if you're, you're visiting somewhere cool, you get to see a lot of areas that maybe you're too crowded by later in the day. So, uh, even on vacation, I, I think the morning run is just uh, just a real positive. So there, there's my little uh, editorial, if you would, on uh, why the morning run is so great. I just I just love to, to get my run out of the way and, and I can get some good quality stuff in. If I'm going to go do a trail run somewhere, obviously you got to start early, especially here in Colorado where we get afternoon thunderstorms. And uh, again, you beat people to the trail so you can have the trail to yourself and, you know, enjoy a early morning, sunrise, even if you get up there early enough. So, so many benefits. So, uh, so there are just a couple good morning run stories here for you that have occurred for me in the last week and just kind of why I like morning runs. So. Uh, thank you very much for uh, listening to the We Are Superman podcast. And again, if you know somebody who's got a great, inspiring story, I'd love to share those journeys with all of our We Are Superman podcast listeners. Please drop me a note. Let me know if you know somebody who's just had had a great, um, inspiring story that we could share. So, um, and uh, speaking of inspiring stories, I I, I do want to. I hopefully I can report here at some point. I know Julia Beckley, who has been on the podcast, she did the Colfax Marathon today with the uh, intent of finishing the the wheelchair uh, or finishing the marathon in her wheelchair, which would be really really cool. Uh, have not yet heard how she did, but uh, looking forward to that. I did see Jason Romero there, by the way, who was the uh, blind runner, uh, who's been on the We Are Superman podcast. He's won the American Heroes Run 100 miler a couple of times. So uh, he was out there having run the marathon this morning. So uh, some good things going on there. So um, so send me those inspiring stories. I love those all the time. And Um, If you enjoy the We Are Superman podcast, please make sure you subscribe so you can load all new episodes onto your phone. And if you enjoy it, then the best thing you can do is share it with your friends or on social media. And please take a minute, give us a five-star rating, and I'm always humbly honored if you would write a review. That helps us so much to uh, make more episodes and rise higher in the podcast service of search algorithms, which helps more people find our show. So thank you again for listening, and until next time, Always be positive.